Hi, welcome to our study of patterns found in God's Word. Today I want to look at the armor of God, which is found in Ephesians chapter 10 and following. In verse 10 itself, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of His might. What's he talking about? He's talking about the Word of God. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God for salvation. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. That's where we're going to get our strength, is our grounding in the Word of God. And that's what he's encouraging us to do. In verse 11, he says, put on the full armor so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Now, you've got to understand this. The devil, Revelation chapter 20, is in the abyss, which is the bottomless pit. He's in free fall until the judgment day. So he's out of the picture. Our battle, our battle. Our struggle is against the schemes, the methods of the devil. He's left in this world all kinds of lies and false deceptions, etc. So that's what we're up against, not against the devil himself. He's out of the picture. So he goes on to say in verse 12, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, powers, world forces of this darkness, spiritual wickedness in the heavenly places, which is, well, I believe the rulers is the government's. Those that have the power to enforce such false teachings. The powers is the mass media that gets messages out. World force is academia. Spiritual wickedness is the false teachers in the churches today. Good example, evolution. Academia teaches. Evolution is fact, not theory. It's theory, if, it's, if you can even call it a theory. But they teach it like it's a fact. Worldwide, this, everybody's believing that the world's six billion years old. Mass media promotes the acceptance through movies, through television, etc. that evolution is a fact. Then the governments legalize and enforce it to make sure it's being taught in our school system. So we educate children from day one all the way up through to university level that evolution is a fact. And now what do we find? We find false teachers bringing it into the churches to say that God, it says God created in six 24-hour days, but that's not really true. You, you kind of add a billion years to each of the days or whatever their reasoning is. But they try to overlook the word of God and try to continue to teach what this world, the lies of this world inside of the churches. We can't stop evolution. Just like we can't stop abortion. But what we can do is teach the truth. That's our job, to protect the churches, to set free those who are entangled in these lies, who have an ear to hear the truth. Current struggles today, euthanasia. Government's already talking about legalizing it within a year or two, uh, right across the country, so that we can kill off those people that are struggling in their old age. So we can make people feel guilty about using up whatever little bit of finances they're going to pass on to the next generation so that they want to step out and kill themselves. So they don't want to struggle in this lifetime. Marijuana, the definition of marriage, they're continuing to bombard us with these false teachings. You can't stop it. But what you can do is teach the truth to protect yourself and protect those who listen to you. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you'll be able to resist in the evil day. And having done everything, stand firm. We are resisting. We are not in a battle that we are going forward. The battle's been won by Christ. Satan's been defeated. The truth is out there. What we're trying to do is be strong 
holds that continue to teach the truth. This world will continue to, to uh, rotate as long as there's somebody teaching the truth, holding up the flame of truth for the world to see. When the churches fold, there's no reason for this world to continue to turn once again. So we are the salt of the earth. Now I want to just quickly throw the individual parts of the armor of God into the matrix, which makes it a very easy way to memorize this stuff. Right off the bat, gird your, gird your loins with the truth. Now, I don't believe he's just saying necessarily the word of God, but the, the truth of the word of God. John 17, 17, thy word is truth. But it's the truth. It's the whole truth. Do you believe that God created the world in six 24-hour days? That's the truth. Evolution is the lie. Do you believe that Jonah was three days and three nights in the heart of the, of, of the sea monster? That's the truth. Uh, the myth that they talk about, that's the lie. Do you believe that God made the sun stand still so Joshua could finish the battle? Or do you believe it's a myth? If you can't accept these things, how are you ever going to accept the truth of the judgment day when everybody that's ever lived is going to be assigned one of two places for e their eternal destiny? That the entire universe, the entire, everything that we know is going to disappear. Not just our universe, but the entire, everything that we know of in the twinkling of an eye. Well, that's absolutely impossible. That's right, and that's the kind of God that we've got. If you can't accept Genesis, how are you going to accept the judgment day? Trust God's word and the love for God continues to grow in your life. The breastplate of righteousness. In chapter 4 and 5, he's talking about getting rid of the silly talk and, and, and the foolishness, coarse jesting. Look, go back and look in Ephesians chapter 4 and chapter 5 and you'll see you've got to live that righteous life because people will accuse you. Right? Oh, the, the minister ran off with the secretary. Oh, didn't I see you last week in the bar? You were, you know, drinking, you know, to your heart's content. Those things are stab wounds to our influence to try to help other people come in. You've got to obey the word of God. The joy will be there. That's that breastplate of righteousness, of obedience. The preparation of the gospel of peace. This is where you're sharing the word of God with one another. Christians need to learn to get together and start to talk about the Word of God, teach one another, practice on one another. Because if you can't teach a Christian about God's Word, about the Gospel, how are you ever going to teach somebody in the world? So if you don't practice, see, the, see that word in there, preparation? If you're not prepared, then you're not going to be able to influence others to Christ. The shield of faith is that patience that we all need to have. You're trusting in God's blessings. The world continues to come up with all these foolish lies. They splash them on front page news, 6 o'clock news. You know, oh, they discovered this and they discovered that. We've proven this. This is fact. And a week or two later, they retract which they, what they say, but they retract it someplace else. And so they, they really pr pump the lies out there, but you really don't see Right? And so how can that shake up your belief in God? If you, don't have, the sh if you have the shield of faith, you can withstand those arrows that are being thrown at us. So that's so important to continue to trust his blessing. The helmet that the Roman soldiers put on identified who they were, who they were in battle, what rank they were uh, along the line so that other people can see that. We need to wear the helmet of salvation. 
this identifies who we are. Obey God's blessing. Who are you? You're a child of God. So you have to what? Act like a child of God. Don't act like a child of the devil all week long with your friends and then a child of God on Sunday. Doesn't work. That's not kindness. People need to see who you are. Understand you're saved and there's nothing they can do about that as long as you stay strong to the word and remain faithful. Sword of the Spirit is that which helps us to free other people by sharing how we cut ourselves free using the word of God. And if you're going to cut somebody free who's bound tightly in the, in the field of sin, if his hands are tied, you got to cut gently so you don't cut them. It's a delicate procedure to do, but that's the sword of the spirit. It can cut through anything. So that's what we need to understand. Learn to share your blessings. And then the last three are kind of one, uh, what I see right here, and he's talking about pray. Pray for yourself, and that's faithfulness. Pray that you're going to be strong in the faith. Praying is listening to uh, the guidance of God's word, trusting in that guidance, being the faithful person that you need to be. That's what prayer is all about, listening to the marching orders from your superiors. Your superior is Christ. He is the head of the body which we are. Obey. Now he's saying obey God's guidance. And what's Paul saying? you got to pray all the time with endurance, staying very much alert. For who? For the brethren. Be aware of what's going on in the lives of other people and be concerned and step up and do the things that you need to do. And then finally he says, share God's guidance. And Paul's saying, pray for me for boldness that I may speak the word that I need to. And I kind of like this because what he's saying is pray that I have the boldness. And when you think about it, why can't we pray that we have the boldness? Because we can have the same kind of boldness Paul has. So we need to learn to pray for ourselves to have that boldness, to have the self-control to when we find ourselves in a situation to stand up and expose the lies that others are talking about, to share the truth with others. That is the armor of God. For our struggle is not against the flesh and blood, but the rulers, the governments, the mass media, the academia, and the false teachers. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not against governments. I'm not against the media, and I'm not against universities. I'm against the lies which they continue to enforce, advertise, and teach. That's what we're up against. Universities are good things. Governments are great things. We need to obey the governments. But it's when they're going against God's word, that's when we have our struggle with the world around us. That's when we need to have the full armor of God on, which is all the time. The armor of God is to protect us from all the nonsense that this world continues to bury us in. If you don't have it on, if you're not grounded in the word of God, you may go down with all the foolishness and the lies that this world continues to perpetuate. And you won't be of an influence to your friends and your loved ones. That's our lesson. Thank you.